Ormsley Mark podcast show. Spectres and River Spirits. Sheffield Folklore. Water Gods in the River Don. Nineteenth-century historian Joseph Hunter thought that the rhyme referred to sacrifices made to the river water gods, the shelving, stormy river Dun, every year a daughter or a son. Brit pulp, pulp even fell under the sway of the legend, talking about the river to the Guardian newspaper. Guitarist Russell Senior confided that me and Joseph Crocker. Once down, went down the river Don in Sheffield, throwing money in order to please the spirit. It's not necessarily too, too far-fetched an idea. The river named Don comes from Don or Danube. In Welsh legend, Don is the parent of Gwyndion, G-W-Y-D-I-O-N. Aaron, uh, Aaronhod, A-R. A I N R H O D and Gilrafri G I L F A E T H Y W Peter Burton B A T R B A T R U R M notes that while John Rhodes R W I S assumes Don to be the mother W G Grifford for Dom was her father. 1993. Wherever the origin of name, it does not apply to its connection between some sort of water, god, or and goddess and the river. We discovered in the discussion of the genius I I I Loki, L O C I K, L O C I. Sacrifices were often made of such a figure to keep them happy. Sacrifices could have taken the form of humans, and apparently did in this slice of Sheffield folklore. Boggans of Boggan Lane, B-O-G-G-A-R-D-S. According to local legends, Boggan Lane gets its unusual name for the Boggans that live there. Bogans are known as Bogans, Bogots, appear in folklore across northern England. These are mischievous spirits, rites, playing pranks on farms or in the house, such as souring milk or unmaking beds. At the more extreme end, they make dogs lame. They often live under bridges, not to be confused with trolls, but they are also favoured chimneys and dangerous bends in the roads. Of their, uh, of their homes. Phantom Woodworker apparently haunts one of the houses on the lane. The Hillsborough Park Cinema Ghost. The old C- Hillsborough Park Cinema was origi- was built was a, was where it was built was a star bingo, a netto supermarket, and is now a branch of Asda. One post of Kodoy's told a children child of a ghost in the building during his, its life as a bingo hall. In 1969, I worked 
evenings at the park cinema. One of my jobs at the end of the night was to go upstairs to the circle, where no longer used, and turn out all the lights, some of which were the old gas lights. One evening, when I was going into one of the upstairs corridors from the main circle to turn out the corridor lights, I felt a rush of cold air, an overpowering smell of violets, and the gas light on the wind, wind will blow out. I had a torch, so apart from freaking out a bit at the initial shock, I calmly ran out. Post Office notes a tale of a young woman who disappeared in the area or was murdered. Female ghosts can often conjure flowery scents like the grey lady of the cemetery rooms, so perhaps she wouldn't, didn't go too far from the cinema. There's another story about the cinema. God, it's a spooky place upstairs. We often had encounters of ghosts that haunted it. We often let us know he was there. Upstairs we had a canteen and toilets, and every morning and every evening we had to go down a passage, pass about the entrance to open a fire door at the bottom of some fire escape stairs. Really scary. You always felt like someone was watching you, perhaps it. But I was there for five years and could write a book on the experience we had with Alfred the Ghost, a man dressed in black suit, wearing a large brim black hat. According to Haunted Yorkshire, people reported hearing a child screaming after the store was closed. The story goes that a child fell to their death from a balcony. Yet there is no obvious way to link a child, a man of black, and a missing woman. Sheffield Spring Hill Jack Spring Hill Jack is a truly fascinating figure from Victorian England. Having, having terrorised London in the 1830s, Spring Hill Jack reappeared in April or May of 1873 in Sheffield. In such Sheffield law, he is also known as the Park Ghost, mostly because sightings place him in the park area of the city. What's really weird is there's more sightings clustered around the Uttercliffe area in the 1970s. A-T-T-E-R-C-L-I-F-F-E. Stories of describing his clothed feet and red eyes, his ability to jump 30 feet in the air, appears in the London variants too. One story, two police officers chased a man who kept travelling across the roofs in the Uttercliffe area. The man walked up the wall and escaped across the, the rooftops. No one ever discovered the identity of the figure, and Sheffield Arena now stands on the site. Two Attercliffe Ghosts A search in the British newspaper archives for mentions of such Sheffield folklore, but there's another story based on this, found in this. Area in January 1910, William Cupid lived with his wife, three children, two brothers-in-law at 37 Candle Street in Attercliffe area. They were disturbed by a series of nerve-destroying incidents by which, by a steady but sure process, all the crockery and breakable things in the home house have been more completely demolished. Apparently, the supernatural 
symptoms vanished if anyone lit a match or candle. Family called the police, and when they feared knelt, and they saw a number of plates smashed on a table, turned on the up, turned up, turned over at its side, and a walking stick walked. The family left the home, unwilling to tolerate the disturbances. According to an article in Sheffield Evening Telegraph, the following day, they consented to a little séance held in a neighbour's house. Claire claimed to see a man and a woman. Human description, Cupid's mother declared the figure to be her husband's parents. The Clairvaux considered the matter closed, and given the Cupid's family didn't, didn't return, it's difficult to know what to make of the story. Dark side of Sheffield folklore. All cities end up accumulating their own folklore. Ghost stories particularly crop up and get attached to specific areas. The appearance of Spring Hill Jack type figure in Sheffield is more unusual than most. No bugbots and will ghost guards are more common. So, please visit Sheffield. This is a bit of folklore.